Welcome to Lack of Focus, an X-Wing Miniatures Game podcast, brought to you by Dice 8 Productions. Hello everyone and welcome once again to another episode of Lack of Focus, episode 73, Chad Loves Epic. I am your host, Ed Horde, and well alongside me tonight, my partner in crime and gaming, making his big return to the show, one Mr. Chad Brown. Chad, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, everybody. <laughs> you don't like the title of today's show? No, not at all. <laughs> well, we've got, we'll get into that, of course. Uh, we've got a full cast tonight, so joining me as well is Mr. Sean Dorsey. Sean, how's it going, my friend? Oh, it's going. How you doing? <laughs> Quite well. We had a very long discussion about Star Wars prior to this, and so we're all a little wary of it. I do. It's all my fault. I take the full blame. Uh, it is his fault. My producer extraordinaire, one Mr. Chris Sheriff, and I shared very different views on the current status of our beloved Star Wars. No, we don't. That's the thing. We don't. It's just I accept it and get on with my life. Jesus. And I'm, and I'm old and crotchety, and I don't. Uh, the only thing you've got going on is your hatred for Star Wars. I don't. Most loving Star Wars. It's like, oh it's man. A- all right, well, I don't want to. I don't want to soil this fine show, the, all the hard work that we put into this one. Um, so tonight, obviously, we're going to be going over our flight deck stuff we've been doing most recently, as far as gaming and fun. Uh, we've got epic news. I was just remarking to my son in the car this afternoon, like of all the times, like Chad's not been able to make a lot of shows because of his crazy schedule. The one time he can make it, coincidentally, we're going to be talking about epic today because I know he loves it so much. <laughs> And of course, we've got our over and under that we're going to go over. And then, depending on how quickly we get through the show, we might play some Inquisitor uh, later this evening. So and we'll be doing that live on Twitch. So by the time you're hearing this, we would already have done it. But in any case. All right. So, Chad, I haven't heard from you in quite some time. What have you been doing lately, my friend? Blood Bowl. So I've heard. How is the league going? Um. So the league started with six people all ready to go and play. Um, one of them being Josh, I'll just haunt that McMillan, decided <laughs> he didn't want to play after all. And then we also had another guy um, who got a new job and he was not. Um, I don't know if you remember Tim. Um, I remember Tim. Tim. Yeah. He got a new job and he was not able to play. I had talked to a coworker of mine about playing. Um, he was all on board for it, but then I guess he just didn't have the time after all or what i don't know i never actually got an answer as to why he couldn't so we kicked off a nice little four-man league so it's me evil genius my son um scott who's played blood bowl for years and everything and he's played other games 40k and such he's actually in charge of a board game night at the game store and, and about um, to be published in an audiobook too i can't wait to he hasn't been able to reveal what audiobook he's done the voice of, uh, voice acting for, but I'm really looking forward. Whatever book it is, doesn't matter. I'm going to get it because he's in it. Yep. And then um, another guy named Clayton, um, he's also in it. Clayton's playing Humans. Uh, Scott is playing Skaven. I am playing Lizardmen. And Logan is playing Elven Union. I am currently sitting at two and two. So Two and two? You've lost two games. Whoa, I've not been keeping up on the uh, the league sheet. What happened? Um, well, there is a particular player who is undefeated. I think you can guess who that, that is. Logan, by the way. I would, I, would, yeah. I would guess that the Elven Union from those teams would be the one that's winning. Yeah. I'm still yeah. surprised. Those are, those are my two losses. I'm a Skaven guy. 
I'm wait, you've played him twice and lost both games? Yes. Oh good lord. Oh man. Although yeah. the last game we just played, um, I did kill two of his players. But he still yeah. won he still won three to two. The first game we played, he won two to one. Um I beat Scott four to zero and I beat Clayton two to one. So um, the two players from Logan's that you killed, did you kill anyone significant? Did you, you like kill any of his uh, his war dancers or anything like that? Or are they just straight up line them? Uh, no, they, he has linemen, blitzers, catchers, and like throwers. Yeah, it's, Elven Union, I join, it's kind of a pro elf team, but it's just, just yeah. okay. the best. It doesn't have any fancy stuff. Yeah, I'm going to pick up that 2020 book because it looks like they changed things around as far as the team composition, like significantly enough to the point that I don't know my own teams anymore. Yes, I have a new um, option for my team. So instead of like the the old three, I now have four choices. Um, they've had chameleon, chameleon skinks, is it? Yeah. Chameleon skinks are now a thing. So I actually have Usually one of they those. Have a, they have shadowing or something like that, right? Shadowing and pass block. Ooh. Although it, it's called on the ball now, um, pass block. But yeah, That's they changed fine. a couple names of some stuff. A couple little rules here and there got changed. But they're it's still basically stunty, right? still, yes, but stunty, dodge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Scott is not running a rat ogre. All right. There's problem number one. No, I disagree. So the oh. so sources versus rats were very squishy. <laughs> um. Yeah, but there are ways to mitigate that. With like, you only put three line rats on the line. Like there, there are weight. Like, don't get me wrong. All their strength four sources. Those are those are an issue. They always are whenever you play against lizardmen. But there are ways to mitigate that because there's only one blitz. So, do all of us there stuff and then dodge out with your high agility. Easy. Exactly. Easy. Yeah. And then, oh no, I fell over. Well, good luck because it's it wasn't two dice, strength four. It's, it's not even that. It's, oh no, I fell over. Well, at least you didn't tackle me. Yeah, exactly. I, um, I've actually been keeping um, season stats on one page um, for my guys. So it's kind of fun to do those kind of things. Now you spend your uh, star player points. So it's like, okay, I built up six points, and I'm going to choose a primary skill. Well, those points go away, and your guy goes up like a like a level or whatever. Interesting. And then, and then there's like a secondary column for like the second level your guy is on. And here's all the points you need to do this and that. This and now you've got to build those back up. Well... Um, oh. Like I said, it's yeah. There's like a whole chart and everything based on like your guy already has one advantage. Like he's already been like improved once. So here's what you need for all these different skills and stuff. You don't roll for um like a stat increases. You spend points for them, which it's way more points to do that. Whoa! I and am you, really gonna have to read this rule book. Yeah, so certain things like that have changed. Um, like I said, like I've been uh, playing that. I'm two and two. I've got two more games left um, for this, like, you know, four-man season we're doing, and that's going to be Scott. Are you, just doing, uh, are you just doing a top two for the final, or are you going to do, like, a playoff? I don't honestly remember uh, what Scott had planned because it was originally designed for the six people, and I don't remember mm. if he's stated since the you know, changes. But... A playoff for a four-play league. God, I hate America. Well, that's why I was asking because in my and for yeah, me, it would have just been the top two, the top two, uh, uh, top two teams would have played for the final. Yeah, but like I said, like I got Scott one more time. I'm and sorry, Clayton, Chris. Would you have so. preferred we just got to the end of the season and whoever's in the top wins? Like, there's no playoff. It's well, just you know, you can, if you do a four player round robin robin tournament, the person who wins is the person who wins. You mean that kind of result? Yeah, yeah. I said that is what I would have preferred. <laughs> 
rather than going through the motions of playing an irrelevant eight game, uh, what not? An irrelevant six games, so you can seed yourself for the four-player single elimination tournament. Right, that and that's all that actually matters. I agree <laughs> that that would not have been the way to go. But taking the top two teams for a final would have been fine. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what he's doing because he's actually the one running this league. And when it was six people, I want to say there was going to be some playoffs, but I don't know now that there's four um, what the actual plan is. Um, but at this point right now, I mean, Logan's kind of, you know, got a lot of this under his belt. Yeah. Yeah. If a two players you murdered could actually make him lose. No. No. He's... He is extremely good at Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl is the one game that I'm actually good at, and he's slightly better than me at Blood Bowl, I will have to say. Yeah, and, he's really good at it. Well, yeah. He always plays elves. Oh, he played Undead before. Yeah, and he didn't do well. That's why he went back to elves. <laughs> oh, he actually he didn't do too bad. Yeah, we'll see. But, Agree yeah. to disagree. Agree to disagree. Yeah. So A, co- a common theme for the evening, actually. Yeah, other than that, I've just been painting uh, D&D miniatures and other miniatures I have around here, but I've been working on the Blood Bowl. I did get some Lizardmen, um, official Blood Bowl Lizardmen, and I've been working on them, so. Good. How many sources come in that box? Just four? Uh, The box comes with six. Oh, it comes with six. Okay. And it only comes with four regular skinks and two chameleon skinks, which six sources and two chameleons is all you can actually field on your team. Yeah. So like, so, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing I liked about the the Skaven box set. Like, it came for pretty much everything. It came like the blitzers that you the 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 blitzers that you had. You get the max. It's I just need two more gutter runners, two more gutter runners, and two more line rats, and then I've got a full team. Like I don't like I ugh, so frustrating. I don't want to uh, go and buy all the box. All the box sets are like that. Logan ended up buying two box sets just so he can get all the players he wants. I I already linked him the Forge World you did. blister pack. You did. And there's like a warehouse in the States now, so you don't even have to pay for shipping across the Atlantic. Yeah, but there's only one gutter runner in there. That's the problem that I have. There's only one gutter runner. So, so I'd have to buy two of them, which is basically the same price if I went out and bought a full box set. So Scott actually had some gutter runners that he got out of some other game that was being sold at Barnes & Noble. And they're basically, they look like the same sculpt, but it's brown plastic. And I can't remember what game it, he said it was. Is that the 7 on 7 version I've been hearing about? Like, or I don't, I can't remember. Yeah, there is some uh, quick play version of Blood Bowl now that instead of fielding 11 players per, you field 7. And it's supposed to be faster game. Oh, which man, it would, what, I can't imagine what a good game name for that kind of thing would be called. 7, seven players in a row. Oh, God, it probably would work. Probably yeah. would work. Probably would work. I think it'd be a mm. do, you, do you play? Do you know if you play full uh, full halves or you just play one half? But you still play a full half. You play on a smaller pitch. Oh, you even play on a smaller pitch too. Oh well, I'm sorry. This is if the rules are still the same as from the White Dwarf in like the early two thousands. But you don't. But you don't. The end zone moves up one, and the wide zones go in. Oh, gotcha. Making gutter runners even worse. <laughs> Like turn one, you don't need the move. You don't need the movement upgrade to get the uh, the turn one touchdown. Then oh, you have to get through the smaller gap. Logan actually pulled a turn one touchdown on me. Yeah, Dad. like if you've got the edge, you can do it. He he um he we actually rolled for the kickoff table, the one where he got to move first. You're only oh, allowed okay, two players okay. in the wide zones. It's so I'll, easy. I'll let you off. That's okay then. If it was the kickoff, yeah. I got you. I. I... <sighs> 
It was the kickoff, and the kicking team got to take a free turn. It's like only people who are in open space. And of course, like on yeah. my sides, I kind of put the guys back just a little bit to try and, you know, create some tackle zones and such, but not up on the line because they're skinks and they suck. So, like, he brought his guy all the way down to where the ball was, picked it up, and it was like, okay, it's my turn. I really didn't have anybody who could do anything. And then on his turn, boom, touchdown. Yep. I personally prefer the Hail Mary pass diving catch combo, but that's just me. <laughs> I'll throw it from my end zone to your end zone and still catch it because the catcher's got diving catch. So even if it scatters, he still got it. I love yeah. it when that happens. I prefer just being good at the game and not having to rely on like random chance. But yeah, uh, yeah Clayton did right. something in our game that I wasn't aware. He actually showed me in the rule book. You can just take the ball and just chuck it down the field. You don't even have to throw it to anybody. True. No, you don't need to. Yeah. True. And I'm like, you, I'm surprised there are people who don't do that more often. I've done that before. I would like to not have the ball near my end zone and keep killing you. I will now kick the ball. And I will use my chainsaw to see if I can murder some of your players whilst you run back and get it. Mm -hmm. It does come in handy from time to time. Yeah. Like, what, what would you rather have? A goblin holding the ball in your own <laughs> half or the ball being up in the other person's end zone and not near your own end zone? Simples. And just carving mm. through them with all your with yeah. all your chainsaw and weapon squares. Oh, yeah. I'm just, like I said, like, I have not really seen anybody do that, though. And it's like, oh, wow, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. Well, so I think everyone gets into the, the, the problem comes in is everyone gets into that mindset of, I can't let go of the ball. Even if it's blatantly obvious on the next turn, there's nothing I can do. I'm going to lose the ball because I'm going to get blitzed by the guy with, you know, strength four. He's got, you know, um, oh, what's the skill that um, causes you to lose the lose control of the ball? Strip ball. Like, you're going to lose the ball. So why put it in a position where it's closer to their end zone? Just chuck it. Yeah. So there there are plenty of reasons to absolutely do that. I, my Croxagore was one of the guys who killed one of Logan's guys, so that was kind of fun. Of course. Yeah. Build up his SP. Yeah. But he's gotten an MVP once and then that casualty, and that's pretty much all he's picked up because people don't like to let, you know, too much get near him, all for obvious reasons. Huh. But, so I'm going to I'm gonna have to pick up that book then. Like, so I get... Is that current? I know it says 2020, so that implies to me that there's going to be a 2021, sort of like how they do with 40K. Uh, they did have, Clayton just bought the other copy that they had at the store. I mean, they do have the new box set um, at the store, and, and then they have like one like of the new rolls. I don't need a second human team. I would get it. I would get it because Gabe would have a full uh, orc team. So he'd have the four black orcs and he'd have the four blitzers by doing that. So yeah. it might be worth it for that. And maybe I'll put a thought into it. Yeah, well, put a thought into actually playing a game in person with people and you know, then we'll see what's what. <laughs> I'm I'm not opposed to it. It's a question of as soon as this COVID thing stops being a thing and I can comfortably walk out of the door walk outdoors and not have to worry, I will be there. Because you have no idea. That's the game right there. Like, oh, don't get me wrong. Of all the things, I wanted to start playing 40K. I wanted to start going up to the, the store and playing 40K. I wanted to start going out and playing X-Wing. The one thing that really tempted me, that really uh, pushed this, do I need to stay home to make sure that no one gets sick at home, was Scott's post that he was doing a Blood Bowl week at the store. That one, I mean, like, legitimately, I was torn because I wanted to go and play Blood Bowl. And then Scott picked Skaven, and that would have been two Skaven teams in there. So, 
I would have still done it. I still would have. I either that or I would have just bought the uh, the undead team and played undead because zombies are cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to move on. Sean, I uh, haven't talked to you in a bit. What have you been doing lately? Cleaning my house. Yeah, you sounded like you had a a, a very uh, chore laden day today. Yeah, I had a tree taken down in my backyard, but I want to keep it all so I can chip it up and put it in my garden so I have, you know, free uh, free wood on the ground in the garden. And so my son came over and helped me put together my wood chipping machine. And then after that, it was, I'm also looking to get a couple cats. So um, I'm, how do you want to put it? I had two cats, both of them, one passed away in December, the other one in early January. And so I'm looking to get two new ones, but I need to you know, get the house in order to get two new cats. So been working on that and um, really nothing else other than playing a, the the game we played the, last week, the Martyr. Warhammer 40K, Inquisitor yeah. Martyr. Yeah. It's long. It's a long one to put, try to put in a YouTube channel title. I can tell you that. I'm sure. Yeah. I've just been going Inquisitor Martyr. Yeah. It's probably better to do that. You don't know it's 40K. Have you been playing it solo, Sean? Done any extra missions and stuff? No, I literally haven't had time. It's my my days have been pretty much uh, working on a lot of different things to get things ready. So I played a little solo, uh, but that was because I realized my OBS settings were not correct and I was not recording with the correct uh, recording codecs. Because you know, I went ahead and bought this gigantically expensive but beautiful video card and then decided not to functionally use it uh, when rendering video. Apparently, because OBS got an update and decided, yeah, we're not going to use that. We're going to use the default codecs, and that'll be fine, right? Well, the default one only does it at 30 FPS and looks like poo on on YouTube. So I even called Chris for, I was even like, Chris, I don't know what's going on. And then I looked at him like, oh, that's why. So I did play like one mission that I recorded just to make sure that the, the video and audio all sounded good, which it did. Um, so I think I bumped up a level. So, oh, and by the way, I found that item that I was supposed to have that says, oh, you can get 100% XP for the next five missions. So that when we do play, I'm going to be the one going up two levels of, of mission. So I'm level 30 now anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just... He's brutal, Chad. You should see him. He's brutal. I'm playing a uh, a Quexus, uh, a Cowardice Assassin uh, character, so I just go invisible. And then I'll just wander around and the enemies can't see me. So I'll go fight them too. And I just kill the boss. Well, yeah, one thing I like about the game that's pretty cool is you get so many like respawns, but once you're out of those, then you have to, somebody has to come and respawn you. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty cool. And I think I've got to reserve the fact as much as I have a love affair with grenades in that game, if I'm going to be the tank that I want to be, I think I need to take Chris's advice and pick up those void shields. Because as much as I love chucking a grenade into a group of nerglings, and as funny as it personally is to me, that's really not the right equipment I should be carrying to do the job I want to do. That's that's right. more on my my line there. Yep, I, I agree. Should, I should be checking the grenades and blowing them up from distance. And I agree. So when we play next, if I pick up a void shield, I will switch to void shield. I wish that you could have different loadouts. So, like, the only thing that you can change is your main, the weapons that you're carrying and those um, seals. But I can't change that tertiary weapon. Like, I oh, wish you, you can't take a rocket launcher off your back mid mission. No, I wasn't worried about that. No, I agree with that. That I understood. But, like, I wish, like, you're carrying an extra weapon, which in the grenades, 
I wish that I could carry instead of a grenade with so like I've got a bolt gun too. Like I've got a bolt gun build because I I love firing bolt guns into crowds. It was great. I wish I could have with that the frag grenades as well, and then tab out and go into my um power axe and shield. Yeah, kind of like you pull pull with range and then charge it. Right, right. Like I wish I could do that. I can't, but I wish I could. I just use two different types of sword, Chad. I don't worry about like, having a ranged weapon and a melee. Just two different types of sword. Um, Thunderhammer, Storm Shield. I'm waiting. I was gonna say, Ed, you're always more of a shotgun kind of player, but well, this is more like this is a more Diablo style kind of thing. Yeah, it's, okay. It's literally a, a Diablo. Yeah, it's Diablo 2 with a 40k skin yeah. for, all, oh, for sure. all intents and purposes. It's fantastic. Oh, it's so and, good. And they still have the Nurge Charge 50 bucks for that. Uh-huh. That's ridiculous. Yep. And I money well spent. I love the game. It's so much fun. And we've, we've played it for a few hours, and it, I'm like, it, I'm hooked. It goes on offer every once in a while. Just add it to your Steam wish list, and it'll go on sale at some point. Yeah. I got it for cheaper than the 50 when I got it. Because I think I bought it like a day before you, Ed. And yeah. It was like 39 or something like that. Yeah. I'm regretting not pulling the trigger the day that we talked about it while we were doing it. I should have done it that day, but I didn't, and I regret it. <laughs> That's a common theme for you, Ed, not pulling the trigger when you're supposed to, because how's yeah. that Neptune's Pride game going? Oh, <laughs> All right, so there's some conspiracy that I want to clear up right now. Chris opened up, first of all, the last game ended. Um, we, we ended it as quickly as possible. The Coalition won. And we just picked one of the players. Oh, no, false. One player won. Two other players also lost. Yes. Along with everybody else. Yeah, but we stood each other up. It's not that dissimilar than the game that you and I and Greg kind of formed a coalition and then we pushed Greg to the front front of the line. It's not that dissimilar. In that game, there were official alliances. Correct. You are correct. There were official alliances in that game. They were unofficial (laughs) alliances in this one. But anyway, so what was it on... For on Thursday. On no, Thursday. Uh, so on Wednesday, I created the game and posted about it. Then 24 hours later, the last person joined and the game fired. And the game fired off. In those 24 hours, Ed's convinced that he didn't have time in those 24 hours. How many times did we have games that were open for a week? Well, so, sorry. That, no, that's a different argument. That's saying that you didn't make the time, which I'm happy with. Yeah, and <laughs> you're right. That's exactly what it is. I'm not going to lie. Um, I had a really busy day on Thursday at work. We had our team huddle, which literally took up all day of setting up all the IT equipment outside because we can't do stuff like that indoors. And by the time team huddle was done, it was like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Chris says the game fired off, and I went, "What? They've, we've never had a Neptune's Pride game get started and close out and get re- and fire off that fast. That's the first one. So applaud to all the the listeners of the show who all joined in. I never had time to jump into the game. Chris is convinced that I'm lying and that I'm using it as a ruse. I'm not that clever. I'm not that smart to have come up with the idea of pretending that I didn't get into a game that I did so that I could win it. I don't know about that. I wish I were. Legitimately, I can show every. I'll share a screen with my game. I, if it I, up. I believe he's not that smart, but I think somebody <laughs> might have suggested it to him. <laughs> no. I, legitimately, I did not get into this game. I wanted to, but I did not get into it's this game. It's a shame, because it's, it's going to be a long one, because it's a large galaxy, so you need 141 stars, and you need 66% Ooh. of the stars. Ooh. And the starting systems are all far away from each other. And we all only started with one undeveloped planet and no ships. 
Ooh. So, uh, I'm everyone, really sorry I missed out on this yeah, one. And everyone's role-playing, so... I'm really sorry. How many players? All eight. No, All eight? No computer player yet. I'm no. so sorry I missed this. Hey, you'll be able to join in, like, you know, several months whenever this one's over. <laughs> well, so there was the debate as to whether or not they were going to open up a second game, which I don't think Chris has the heart for, or... Um, Alan had recommended we play the other game that that developer makes, which is this uh, co-op uh, zombie game. Yeah, I had, I've actually got an account for it now. You have to make a new account because it doesn't carry over from each game kind of thing. Really? Right, yeah, well, but you, you just walk in. I'll get, I don't know if Alan's got it on premium to make the game or whatever, but we can speak to him or... Yeah, we'll talk to him. On, we'll talk to him on Monday at D and D to find out. So, yeah. as much as I wanted to get into that game, honestly, I did not. Um, I good luck to all the players who are playing in it. And if there is and, a Chris can't win this game either coalition, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh because it's not me. As much as everyone seems to think it's like, don't let Chris win this game coalition. I didn't start that. I was in one, but I didn't start it. You were in one. You've been in like three. Don't lie. I've been in two. <laughs> Anyone but Chris. Anyone but Chris. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. It's okay. So there is um, a player in this game called Not Chris, which I don't know is a, if it's a reference to that player not being me or if to who they would like to win. That's Ed's secret um, secret game right there. I'm, that's, I'm putting that's this... To, if it didn't screw up, because I know he's recording video for this, if it didn't screw up the way things did, I would screen share right now. Here, I'll take a photo. <laughs> and put it on my phone so I can put this argument to bed right now. I do not have uh, I believe you. And I I find it ironic that if this is a game where everyone sues for peace and it just lasts for all eternity and never ends, that you will never get to play another game of Neptune's Pride with us. That's not fair. <laughs> Life's not fair, Ed. It's fine. You're right. So, yeah, Ed's going to go ahead and take a picture of his main account and not let you know that he made a secondary account and that's what he's actually playing with. <laughs> oh, yeah. <You're> <laughs> that's not... Why Why can't you let me just put this to bed? There, look, I have no active games. I am not in a game. And again, I do not Under have his main account. The... Oh, my God. I'm never oh, getting away from this I'm never getting away from this argument. I believe you, it's fine. And uh, I don't know, it's, it seems like it's going to be a bit of a banger of a game. I'm excited. It's going to be a well, really awesome game, who, and you're missing it. Good luck to all those who's playing. I'm sorry I missed it because he did so many cool things that I wanted to see that of the, the last game that we did with the symmetrical universes that I didn't like in that one. All sound like it got solved in this one. So it would have been a lot. I did, in addition to everything I said already, I also did like three or four test starts where it wasn't a blind galaxy. And theoretically, this galaxy is a, a giant circular ring with random stars deployed within that ring. But uh, everyone should be equidistant from each other player with one player on the left, one player on the right as it goes around the ring. Theori sorry, sorry, clockwise and counterclockwise. And obviously, Carwood and Rimwood, if we're being. <laughs> correct for a circular galaxy terminology but i'm currently trying to figure out which way is towards the core of the center of a galaxy and which way is towards the outside of a galaxy because then i'll know which way is safe to expand and which way isn't so when you I... say when you say underdeveloped uh planets are there's so there's no economy no industry and no science on your zero home zero home? zero and zero starting ships and you only Ooh. start with one planet Ooh. 
Uh, you started with 3,000 credits, though. Oh, okay. All right. So you could build up to the 551 if you wanted to. Oh, you could build beyond. Right. Someone started with a 555. Um, someone started, I think we're on day two. And uh, let's have a look. Intel. Uh, well, where's your it? secondary account at, Ed? Where, how are you at so far in the game? So we're on day two, and uh, someone's been at uh, Science 10 for um, since 12 hours in. Holy shit. So, yeah, people got to Science 10 within within a single day. So Weapons. Your... If you... no. No. He has, uh, it's Riger's Markdown Bazaar, and he's role-playing an intergalactic um, trader who just wants to sell all of the technology. Unfortunately, someone else is role-playing a Texan used car salesman who just keeps <laughs> Whenever he, um, he put gets new technology the other guy will get it and then they'll uh, like race to be the lowest bidder <laughs> so it's like I'll, sell, I'll sell any technology for 40 like basically 10 credits above cost and then it, like I'll sell it for 35 I'll sell it for 33 I'll sell it for 31 oh my god I'm so sorry I'm missing this <laughs> well that kind of dovetails really nicely what have you been up to Chris uh I started a new game of Neptune's Pride and, and managed to get into the game and everything. Which and did get to play. To be fair, the game can't start without me because I set it up. So it does reserve a spot for me. So theoretically, I didn't join first this time and I didn't use my real name. So if anyone knows who the first player was that eliminates me, I wasn't that player. <laughs> but I could be any of the other players. Uh, but yeah, it's been good fun. Um, interesting. I've been playing some Inquisitor Martyr. I've been um, doing some painting. I've finished all of the uh, painting tasks I set myself for March, um, which was re um, doing the Elder Scrolls starter box, but in resin instead of plastic. And that was mind-numbingly boring because I'd already painted the same models like, <laughs> about two months ago. It was just dull. I painted a Uriel Ventress. I just bought a Space Marine and painted um, a Uriel Ooh. Ventress char character. So I posted it on Instagram. So Ed would have seen it, surely. Maybe. I haven't looked at, Insta I haven't looked, I haven't looked at Instagram today. <sighs> what a traitor. Uh, this was weeks ago. Yep. Uh, it was, was last it weeks weekend. Ago? It, it, was, it was last weekend. I think I posted oh, right. it in, um, it's in the Discord and painting in the Discord as well. Good job, Ed. Oh, because I don't have notifications turned on. That's why. Mm -hmm. I'm fixing that now. <laughs> but it's it's on yeah. the painting channel in the Discord, I think. Um, above Will's Fire Spray and above Bill's Ultramarines, you have my Uriel Ventress. So we, ma I, we march well, I'm from on, I'm on Instagram now. Yeah, yeah. I see your hero quest. I see your uh, troopers and your bacon sandwich. Did I, not post it? did I not post it to Instagram? I'm sure I did. Bosk, I see droids. You've gone past it at that point. I see uh, Venom. You've you gone past it. I did. It's just before Hero Quest. Just before Hero Quest? Hold on. Oh, just <laughs> after Hero Quest. It's Uriel Ventress, Hero Quest, and then the Legion stuff. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I'll just send it to you. There you go. I'm going to post it to you now, just because Thank I have you. the power. You do. Do, do. There we go. It's on our Facebook group chat. Yeah, that's the one. I did see that. Okay. Yeah. Well, That's the one you said you spent an unreasonable amount of too much time on the eyes. Now I remember this one. They look good, too. So, 
captain of a fourth company, so he gets his nice green robes and his green shoulder pads. Keeping it, up, keeping all the 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 lore intact. And it was March, so I felt like I had to paint an ultramarine to march for my crag, you know. Oh, for the March of Ides, I thought. No, I gotta gotta be a uh, a forty k nerd at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was painting some um some night haunt today just because. I have them. They've been half done for about three years. So they've been half done for about Evie's lifetime. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I've got no real pressing commission concerns or anything like that. Jill's here. I, I can just like, paint just because I want to. So I did. All right. And I, I said I got to level 30 in uh, 40k Inquisitor Martyr. You're only like 10 levels above me. Oh, you guys will catch up quick enough. Um, I died and failed my special mission because I added too many tarot cards to it to make it harder and harder. So I had, if you die at all, you get an auto-fail. So um, that was silly of me. Um, I played a game of X-Wing on Tabletop Simulator. So I heard. I heard about this. Who did you play? What did you play? And how did it go? Uh, So I played uh, World 1 of Local Guys, and um, I played... Um, a six, sorry, I'll be American for you. I played a six Z95 Headhunter Swarm for Scum and Villainy. You have to be watching this on YouTube to watch the pain in his face as he says the word Z, the letter Z. Z95, Z95. Um, uh, so I had two Zs with, um, uh, so they all have Cutthroat, which is the new talent from the, uh, the new box, which is Ivership with cutthroat or that is limited dies and it's within range zero to three of you you can recharge one of your non-recurring charges so it's like well scum have got a crap load of non-recurring charges so this should be fun so i wanted to just see how many i could fit into a list so two of them have got s thread tracers and false transponder codes which are both non-recurring charges so you shoot the tracers if you hit everyone gets a target lock which means the two of them that have got false transponder codes trigger the false transponders, which jams the ship that you just hit and then twice, so we get two jam tokens. And then you can shoot with the rest of a swarm who just got target locks. And then if you shoot you back, one of your ships dies, which gives you back your false transponder code, so you can do it all again. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Yeah. And then the other ones all have contraband cybernetics and um, proton rockets because that's only a single-use thing and um, just keeps people scared of going in the bullseye. Um, Will played a, um, a double fire spray list for Separatists. It was um, Django and Zam in the fire sprays, uh, which uh, he played a... Um, I won't be disparaging. He played a real game of X-Wing, which I was not capable of playing since it's, it was my first game in, uh, in a while. Um, so I think I, I kind of got what he was going to do, and I was like, I'll play it really... I, I did my best to give him a real game, but I, j- I needed to blow the cobwebs off, I think. Um, I finally... I did trap him and got half points off um, off Django, but he'd already um, killed a couple of ships, and then in the last turn, I think he managed to get kill shots on, like... Uh, bombs kill one of them and then two kill shots from the other ships to finish off the others, which made it not a close game. That like, that was time had already been called in the last round kind of thing. But 
obviously lack of repositioning on the Z's and the not overly amazing dial just meant I could never pin them down for enough turns on the trot. And I think we spent 40 minutes kind of dancing, just not doing anything meaningful. So, but yeah, I think K turned a turn too early, uh, which gave him a shot that I probably could have forced him to not have, not be able to take. Because by the time I got in position, because I took K turned a turn late, he got a range three shot on one of my corner guys and half pointed it, which meant that I was behind then and he didn't have to engage anymore. So, after that, it was pretty difficult. I had to chase him, and that's where it, like, you put, you're opening yourself up to bombs and all of the other stuff. And um, So, yeah, it wasn't an ideal um, game for me to talk about and be able to sound competent and good, but it was fine. Um, yeah, tra- but overall, you get the opportunity to play it in a different format, which was on Tabletop Simulator. How did you find that? Um, it was... It was fine. Uh, I found it more clunky than Vassal. It's cool in that it has physics, so you it feels more like you're moving something around, like they make clunking noises and all of that. There's enough automation so that it's actually playable for moving the ships and everything. But a weird thing came up, which I don't know. I Well, I assume I, I must have done something wrong. Because I I deployed in two lines of three with um, what I believe to be the range rules whip between um, the left hand ships and middle ships and the middle ships and right hand ships and then touching the front and touching the back of the deployment area for a gap in the middle between yeah. the two rows, which, as to my knowledge, means that I can now do any moves in any banks and not bump. Yeah, so yeah. That's how it should be. I, I judged that by doing what I thought was a top-down view and angled from one side and angled from the other side. And Will, uh, this obviously we were deploying and Will was talking me through how to nudge my ships around and stuff. And he said that they, look, they looked good. Then about, I'd say, seven or eight rounds into a game where I'd gone one straight, one straight, 3K, um, one straight, um, K turn again, like, hard turn, hard turn, and then I did a K-turn. And then the turn after my K-turn, everyone did a two-bank to clear the stress, and, like, half of my ships bumped. And I was like, I don't... I genuinely didn't know how it happened, because I was under the impression that there's no human error. Like, obviously, had I been playing that in person, the ships move. You're never doing it perfect. There's wiggle room. But it obviously means that the angle I was looking at it must have been off or something, or because like they've, you can't have built error into the mo- automated movement. So it, it was just really weird. Uh, and it, Will was fine with it. Uh, it so like, they shouldn't have bumped, so don't worry about it. Have your actions. Obviously, it was like a friendly game kind of thing. Um, so we had like take backs and stuff like that throughout. It was fine, like playing it, but it was just really weird. Where like I don't. <sighs> Maybe I would just need a lot more practice with the actual interface, but I was sure that I'd set up correctly. So that not that I ever would, so it's irrelevant. It's like a, complaining about something that doesn't really matter at all. But um, yeah, I don't know that I'd ever want to play that competitively on TTS if it does that kind of stuff, because obviously in a real, real game on TTS, 
all your ships bumped, all your ships bumped. You know, there's no there's no take backs, and then right. like, my list would have just fallen apart in that round because that's the like one of the two rounds where I got like four or five of ships to shoot. Half of them having no mods would have been a bit crappy. So. And that's one of the things I've always praised Vassal for is it's precise. Yeah, that, that's where I actually, if I ever felt the need to practice and practice on the computer, I would probably still use Vassal. If I, I if they're all play, all the local guys play on TTS, so if they want a game and I'm not doing anything, I would probably play on TTS again. I don't think I would run a swarm because the, the dial interface is weird. You don't like quick to change the maneuver on the dial. You click on it and it brings up like a pop-up box which has all of the maneuvers on it and then you click on which one you want and click set and that sets your move, which seems cleaner, but that pop-up box pops up over anything else on the table and it kind of, if you're hovering over, you're hovering over two layers, so it that'll bring up options for the thing that's underneath the dial as well. So you've got to mm. have them like spaced out, which means you've got to be zoomed out far enough. It just felt more awkward to push in the buttons to change my dial than I'm used to and not knowing the, the hotkeys to make it easier. So I'm sure it is more of a more use will make it cleaner. But I, I think if I was playing like a three shit list, I don't think I would have noticed. It's only because I was playing six where I was kind of, they were getting in each other's way kind of thing through dials. Um, but yeah, flipping the tokens and uh, having that feel of the things having weight was cool. Good, good. Anything else you wanted to cover? Um, no, no. I think we'll probably talk about the other stuff I've been thinking about X-Wing-wise once we get onto the news and main topics and uh, point, points breakdown. So. so my flight deck mostly has consisted of D&D on Monday. Always good. Oh, Always yeah, fun. we played D&D. We did yeah. Did, I didn't uh, get to kill anyone. Oh, darn. <laughs> you certainly tried. No children or burning puppies were harmed in the making of the latest D&D uh, session, which was nice. Um, we have a lot to unpack from our last session because I feel like it's been interesting. This campaign's been interesting because there's been all the, the way that Chris is DMing is it's kind of an open sandbox kind of world. Things still happen in the background that are moving that if we're not there to see, still happen. Just think, if but, you guys had not never stopped playing Village Simulator, I know that, I know. that, hunt, that hunter might have lived. He might have, but he, would, he, he wouldn't have his braces because he'd still be I alive. Have braces, but... Correct, and those old people would still be alive. <sighs> I mean, maybe the, the dryads would have sent some um, barbarians to kill them. Maybe who can maybe. say? So they might still have been dead. You just wouldn't have any guilt because you wouldn't know. But Chad's now walking around with his own skull yep. from a. From an alt Chad version, uh, so that should be possibly. Possibly, there's a lot to unpack there. Still don't know out... what time travel rules Chris is using. <laughs> I know, I know. Turns out the maid in our house turned out to be a vampire. You know, no big deal. Except that, the... I think that we could have predicted that one from 250 miles away. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And what was oh? There was one other one. Oh yeah, and we're starting up our own winery slash orphanage apparently. Because Ed likes to open fire on old ladies in the middle of the night without thinking. He just went, yep, kill her, shoot. And Chris is like, okay, I guess this is happening. So they only agreed to take those that those two kids for like a, a few days. Yeah, I know. So it's not really an orphanage. 
Yeah, well, we have to figure out what we're going to do with all the children we're saving from these witches that are that are stealing pie or making new kids new pie. They're a little young. To kind of, like, I'd be afraid they might set the house on fire when they're trying to cook dinner kind of thing. I just don't know that that's the, the right role for them. Barovia does not have child labor laws. That would also <laughs> solve your problems with having too many children around. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, the first time kids have died in that house. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. Um, I mean, you can always make another bad deal and get more people killed. Yeah, it seems like no matter what I do, no matter what direction I go, people are always going to die. I feel like that's my that's my plight in life. Um, people, people die every day. Ed. You can't take credit for all of them. You don't get XP for them. I'm not yeah. taking credit. I'm taking blame. There's a difference. And then I, uh, I we played um, Alien RPG on Friday. Uh, we finally got to the end of Act 1 on Chariots of the Gods that ended uh, with a splash, so to speak. Uh, I'm super happy. I said this in my, my group with uh, the Alien RPG. I'm super happy I did not read this in advance, uh, this particular adventure. The reason why I'm doing this, just for everyone's aware, like I'm not cheating on my D&D group. I still love all the guys. But I wanted to be able to play in the game and experience it as a player first before running it for our group at some point in time in the future. So I had like, so I found a group online that was, th that runs this in the alien RPG um, um, discord. And I've intentionally avoided reading any of the published material for adventures, even though I own them, because I don't want to spoil it for myself. I want, I want that surprise to know, Ooh, I, I didn't see that coming. This is all interesting stuff. So it's, uh, it's been pretty good. We had a good time. And then what else? Oh yeah, we did. Warhammer Inquisitor Martyr. I put two, both episodes that we did. Uh, we had a three-hour gaming session last Saturday. Oddly enough, whenever you uh, shave out all the I'm going to sell equipment, upgrade equipment, and all the bullshit of us just chatting in between, you take three hours, you shave all that out, and it goes down to two one-hour episodes. It was kind of nice. It worked out. That's about it. That's pretty much all I've been doing, really, gaming. Like, mostly spending it with Chris and Sean has been my, has been my gaming experience the last few weeks. Yeah, thanks. Like, you're more than <laughs> welcome to join. You're more than welcome to join. All right, so up next, Chad's favorite topic: epic news. There are new epic ships. Well, one anyway. Um, it's not official. There's nothing official on FFG site. I didn't see like an official. It, it is official because AMG announced it in the stream and tweeted about it. Right, and we've got photos. We can see the the images. I mean, I'm going to actually have to pull this up on the photos that Chris sent for show prep. Imagine that. We've done a little bit of that. But we're getting this for the Separatist, the, the Separatist faction. Oh, why can Chris's Space Marine picture not go away? There we go. <laughs> it's Separatist and Scum, I believe. Oh, Scum get access to this too. Yeah, I believe so. So we're getting the Trident-class assault ship, which came from Clone Wars, correct? Yeah. So this is basically the space squid. <laughs> this is really what this is. Uh, comes with three attack and zero agility because it is an epic ship. Ten hull, four shield, and three energy recharging. Comes with a baked-in ability of tractor grasp. After you perform a tractor tentacle attack that hits, the defender gains one tractor token. Comes with double focus, double red evades, double red reinforce, a target lock, and a, co a, coordinate, a red coordinate. So looking forward to this, I, again, got into this conversation with my son earlier in the day today. This just reinforces what I wish Epic could have been. And he asked me an interesting question. He's like, well, if it were you, where would Epic have gone after the first scum ship? I said, if it were up to me, 
they wouldn't just have five, um, one, two, three, four, five, six um, epic ships. They'd have 36 epic ships of that class and that you would have capital ship battles and it wouldn't be it wouldn't have been reduced to 300 in first edition 600 in second edition it would be like a thousand points and you'd have multiple corellian corvettes on the board versus a couple of raiders like that's where i would have wanted to have seen the game kind of go on that much larger scale have you ever heard of armada well, I know, and Armada is what did that. And I genuinely, that's one of the things, like, as much as cool as I think Armada is, because it is a cool game, um, that's what really kind of killed it, to be honest with it. It killed it at that scale. When they released Armada, like, if you want to play Capital Ships game, X-Wing's not the way to go. You want to go Armada. So it X-Wing makes me is dogfights. Like, right. So there's, like, does it fit into that scope of in-between? Like, Epic, to me, genuinely feels like the redheaded stepchild of of the ex, uh, Star Wars miniatures games. Like, what do you do? Like, I, I'm excited it's that just, they're doing it. It's just I, fun. It is just fun. It, I, it's, it, no it's, one's going to spend, like, seven hours playing Epic regularly to be like, you know, this is a game I play week in, week out of a game store. But throw in your hentai tentacle Star Wars monster on the on the board because you know that's what star wars needed more of um <laughs> uh, and just having at it yeah why the hell not i mean i think, it, I think a, lot of, a lot of the problem i think we have when we view epic compared to x-wing per se is that we always view it from a competitive play point of view and epic isn't a competitive play game you know yeah. it can be i mean it could be but really and truthfully, it's just too big to play. If the board was bigger, if you know, if everything was bigger, yeah, I could see it being a pretty good, you know, competitive game. But it's not. It's it's always just been designed, I think, to be a fun game. And initially, it was designed to get more cards into the X-wing competitive format. Yeah, and I agree. Um, that, like, and I, I don't think people realize with first edition epic that's what it was designed for it it put palpatine in it put c3po r2d2 all these other cards that well they didn't have anywhere else to put them exactly and that's that was a way for them to get those kinds of cards out and thematically thematically it actually fit i agree with that i don't think i've ever taken epic seriously to the competitive and i always equate and again i'm going to draw a 40k reference so if you're not into 40k you're not gonna i've always equated epic level ships as the reason why you buy a titan from forge world for 40k apocalypse level games of 40k are nowhere near competitive in any way shape or form when you have warhound titans and emperor class titans up uh, on the board like these are world destroying (laughs) machines so there's no such thing as a competitive game that's why i always thought that whenever they did knights was weird Taking your, your example there, you could buy an armor class, an armor cast Titan well before there were rules for Titans. Correct. All right, you could like Forge World made them, and they make them because they're cool. Right, and people buy them because they're cool, and then you make the game afterwards, and, it, yeah. and that's what this is. Like, it doesn't like. I am probably going to... I don't own any Epic ships anymore. I sold all of them um, when we changed over. This kind of makes me want to get back into it because I want to see if I can convert it to be like Squid Monster and something and 
You know what it really actually excites me for, and Sean will be on board with this. You know, if this is in X Wing, Sean, probably going to be coming to Armada. Mm, I am excited. That's actually what my excitement was for this was to see this ship come into play. Yeah. And my first thought, just like Chris was, I didn't really think it out loud, but my first thought was, hmm, potential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I could see it coming to Armada. But again, at, at, at the Armada scale, they're, they're itty bitty. Uh, it's just gonna it's gonna be like the Raider models, but you'll get like yeah. Yeah. maybe it'll be like the Hammerhead Corvettes where you get a couple in a box and they'll have some where they're like that's where I was kind of curious if they went like the, if they go for like the flotilla kind of thing where you're running like the two like Azanthes or whatever they do in Armada like that. But yeah, but, I'm I'm on board for this. It, it just seems cool. Like it is. I'm not disagreeing. It's not from from Epic. I don't want it to be like, oh, well, you know, I can take my Croyan Corvette and get my side arc broadsides with all of these big guns. I can upgrade this guy. And if I use this upgrade, I can re-roll any misses. And then this one shuts down your token. You know, I just want to fly my squid monster at you and see how many ships I can rip apart. Come on. We want to see the crew on the bridge screaming at, <laughs> screaming in fear is as big as Chris described it, hentai squid monster comes to squeeze the life out of them. Yeah, and I think I think from a from a X wing perspective, it, the rule of cool. I completely agree; it's cool, but it makes me wonder, like with Armada in place, like aside, that's the only reason to make it legitimately. It's the, like it, it has no other doesn't it purpose. doesn't it equalize the game. Is far yeah, it allows the separatists to have a epic ship. It brings a, a second one because I feel like the, the I think Scum can actually take the Corvette too. No, the Scum have got the um, Gazanti, yeah, the, the, the non carrier Gazanti thing, yeah, yeah. So, um, the Sea Rock, that's what it's called, the Sea Rock. Yeah, the Sea yeah, Rock, yeah. So, this the squid thing only has one acceptable conversion to make to it, Chris, and that is you have to put a little action figure of Monstar on top of it. Because <laughs> it is, to, and then the only way you could defeat this thing is if you get some HWKs and you paint them silver, because that's the only way you defeat Monstar. Uh, I'm going to. Um, obviously the picture I posted in our group chat has got a googly eye stuck on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. Do you, you think the arms are going to articulate? I'd probably not yeah, consider I don't, because I, it looks like the stand goes into a back one. Yeah, I think that's where the stand goes. But, but it would be cool if they did. Or just come at it with the arms out wide, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to do it like the picture. That's how I want to convert one. Have it yeah. mounted on the back stand. And then have the, uh, the tentacles come up and around the front. Yeah, so, that'd be cool. I, and I don't think it would be that difficult. Like, a bunch of pinning and then slotting in that like, corrugated card, uh, plastic yeah, card kind of thing. Yeah, you could just swap the arms around. Go, like, you literally have to cut those all into pieces and then reassemble them. Yeah. You know, um, the, the other thing about Epic 2 is they never brought in large ships. You know, these are all the small, what would be... Very small cruiser destroyer class size ships, you know. So, yeah, but in the Star Wars, there's like hundreds of those. That's kind yeah. of the that's the kind of the point that I like. If that was the like, obviously that they went for the rule of cool to get the CR ninety and the rebel transport. I still think the rebel transport was a bad choice, but because it had no guns, so that like legitimately when Epic on its onset came out, it's all you had though. From episode four, or you know, four or five, I know pretty much six. You know, you had those, you couldn't put out, 
you couldn't put out the medical frigate. You couldn't really, you could have, but that would have been pretty beastly. Um, you just had really two choices at that point because you couldn't do any of the Mon Cal ships. Yeah, no, just, and I agree. I, I, personally, myself, I think they limited themselves by putting it on a three by six uh, mat. I agree with you. It should have been a bigger game. And if they had gone a little bit bigger, you could have gotten like to maybe not like you'd have never gotten a Star Destroyer on on Epic. Never. On, on a four by six field, though, you could have put you could have done a little bigger ships, you know. You, yeah, like a Lancer Frigate or something like that. Like you could right. have. Like that game needs a Lancer figure because what ends up happening with with Epic Games always end up boiling down to is forty X Wing you know style ships in that in that um, scale and then one or two Epic ships. I think if you have a Lancer figure that just annihilates all fighters, the the meta shifts to all right. Well, everyone wants it. We should play capital ships, but we don't have enough capital ships to really have variety to make that work. I really want them to do, and this is. On the, I wanted them to do the Super Star Destroyer in Armada kind of levels, and but I wanted them to do the ships from um, not the camp, not the Imp Star Destroyer and the um, Papundity, but the um, the, uh, the the not the frigates, the Corvette, yeah, not the frigates. So the assault, um, the Nebulon class frigate for the rebels, and I, I think they and the um, the Imperial crew. No, the, cru- the cruiser, um, the one that's in Armada. I can't remember what it's called now. Gladiator. Uh, no, no. Oh, um, for who? The which? The Imperials. The uh, what do they have? They have the Gladiator. They have the Victory. No, it's not the Victory. The the it's a blister. I'm going to look it up now because I'm feeling like an absolute <laughs> moron. Uh, so annoying. So I, I own I own every single one, but I don't know. You know the ones I mean, Ed, from playing squadrons. When you're playing as a rebel, it's the ones you have to blow up before you can assault a star destroyer. Oh, 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 oh! God, why am I drawing a blank on this? Yeah, I I can't think of a name either. I'm looking them up. Now. As your memory's gone at your old age, I'm yes. I'm so old now. It's unbelievable. So I was talking about Ed. <laughs> I, I I agree, but I was talking about me. I am so old now, it's hard to believe. It's just the Imperial Light Cruiser expansion. That's, come on, what's its real name? Oh, it's so annoying. Well, what is are those? Those are... An Architan, is it? An Architan? God damn it, I'm going to have to Google this. It's that ship with the thing and the, you know, yeah, people. Yeah, the ship with come the thing. So, someone's going to be screaming it. It'd be Architans. Architans. A-R-Q-U-I-T-E-N-S. Yes. But Which ones? So, uh, I'll post it in the chat. I'm, so looking at, I'm looking at Asmodee's site. So uh, it's I mean, interesting that you brought uh, squadrons because again, again, I feel like I feel like I'm doing the, the chat thing. So I had this conversation with my son. Um, we were talking about like where Epic could have gone. He's like, you could have seen it something along the lines of where squadrons went, where you had these capital ships around and you had a handful of fighters floating around. But like the focus was really on the capital ships, and I think that I still think that could have worked. I really do. I think the the second you change squadrons to not be about the fighters isn't the sorry not squadrons X wing to not be about the fighters is a mistake because of the way the movement works. The they weren't very very interactive flying the epic ships because of the way that the um, the flight path system works. Like the movement they have in Armada works a lot better, but even then it's not really perfect. But I don't think you... 
X-Wing is a game, does it lend itself to that clunkier ship movement? And even then, it's all abstracted for functionality on the tabletop. I always enjoyed Epic. I always said Epic was fun. That's one of the things I loved about doing the Outrider Cup, because it gave me an excuse once a year, <sighs> every year, to be able to break out, you know, an Epic an epic ship, put it on the table, is it gave me an excuse to have those beautiful capital ships sitting over there and actually put them on the table and use them. It's the same, again, it's the same reason someone spends $1,000 on a 40k uh, Warhound Titan. You're never, you don't play that every single day. That's not your, your every Tuesday night at the game store, I'm bringing out the Warhound Titan. That's a, hey guys, we're getting together for a big Armada game. I'm bringing the Warhound. Like, everyone can bring their Bane Blades. Let's play, like, a big, like, 90,000-point game kind of thing. That's what they're there for. Yeah, and I, that's the thing I like about having Epic in existence is it's another way to play X-Wing. It's not the way to play X-Wing. It's just another way. The problem is I think Epic kind of got a bad name overall because of the way that they put the initial rules for Epic out was you didn't have to put an Epic ship on the table. Yes. Uh, and, and that's what happened was... at that first Nova. They yeah. ran an Epic tournament at the first Nova and only two epic ships appeared out of the like sixteen some players that were playing. <laughs> but how many ships existed in the game at the time? Two. two it was just about... it was just the rebel ships, right? Correct. Yeah, it was and just as, rebel ships. As with everything, and there were rebel players. Yeah, but as as with everything Fantasy Flight does, they fail to understand that when you launch one, you need to launch more. Right. They should they should have released the Raider alongside the CR-90, and they should have passed on the, on the GR-75. Yeah, well, the GR-75 is fine if every ship, if everything was equal within all factions, you know? Right, if right. You have so a support have ship, supply ship, yeah, a support ship. If you have ship a support the, ship, yeah. you have a support ship, you, have, you know, all three factions have the support ship. And I'm hoping, actually, that they do some epic with the droids and, you know, the the new stuff that's come out, you know how they've added the factions in. Yeah, I was the New Republic and the the all the droid stuff. That'd be cool because then at least you have a lot of volume to choose from at that. Because the problem was you only had rebels like Chad was saying at the first Nova, which to me was stupid. You know because the only ship you would ever want to field is the CR ninety in the beginning because you could put more crap ships on the table for the Imperials to blow them up. You know, which is about what it was. You know, I don't know. I, I, Epic's fun, but it was never my true cup of tea. Even though I own, I don't own all of the Epic ships. I own some. I own. I don't own. I don't. What was the Raider? I don't own that. That's the one I don't. Own. The only one I don't own is the Sea Rock, and then obviously this one when it comes out. Uh, I do not. Have a the only problem I have is if I buy this one, I probably want to buy all of them again. Yep. <laughs> yep. And like, you can't buy the radar. Well, 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 you, well, before you go and buy, I can sell you a CR-90 and about four Rebel Transports to go around it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember this conversation already about why you had so many Rebel Transports. Yeah, because they were cool. Come on. Because I'm an idiot. Let's play. Let's play. <laughs> 
I believe Sean ran the scenario that came with the transport where you need like four of them to do the escape from off. Yeah, yeah, that's what we did initially. And yeah, and, and they were only what, 59 or 69 bucks compared to the 100 bucks. Yeah, I think they were like 60 bucks because Anthony was the same thing. Yeah, and I, I sold my entire MTG collection, which was $6,000 worth of credit from cool stuff overall. And uh, so that pretty much bought all my Star Wars. <laughs> okay, so uh, shall we move on to the next bit of news? Because that's a yeah. chunk on, well, yeah. um, on the squid. Well, they did kind of drop something else, too, in that. It's Don't a fancy, fancy little picture. Cool be, little picture. Be a nice ship. Hope it doesn't get blown up. <laughs> in the second season. <laughs> so they oh. do have a picture of the Razor Crest that they posted as well on this uh, this stream. Uh, which is something that we said the day that uh, the Mandalorian dropped. How long is it going to take before that comes into X Wing? A little bit longer than I than I was expecting, to be honest with you. Yeah. So yeah, can I ask a quick question though? Does does it fit in Scum and Villainy? Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I, I mean, because so. he's kind of kind of an outcast to everything. It's not like he's truly Scum and Villainy. He's kind well, of a, they're kind of an outcast too. Yeah. What else is in Scum and Villainy, though? Like, the arguments you could make about different things. Like, Lando in his Millennium Falcon, does that really fit in Scum and Villainy? Yeah, no, you, I agree. I agree. Um, the, obviously, the, the the time spread from, like, Asajj in the uh, Lancer through to um, Uncapla in the Quad Jumper. Mm-hmm. Like, Scum like, and Villainy is like everybody else who isn't yeah. part of the an organized government. Yeah, I get that. But he kind of seemed to play both sides of that fence. You know, he's like the the Boba Fett that's Imperial because he worked with the Imperials. Kind of feels like he's kind of like a rebel and, and a scum. I think if he, if he comes in in Rebels, I think I'll be disappointed because it should be New Republic then. Right. I agree. But, but you can't put him in Resistance. So no, it's too far down the road. Yeah. yeah. So I think the only place that he genuinely fits is coming. I, I I agree with what Sean's saying, but I think mm-hmm. the catch-all oh, yeah, no. nature of scum is the best fit for him. Yeah, that's why I was asking the question. I just I, I agree with you. I'm just trying to you know because just because the way he was in the show, it just it didn't quite fit 100 percent in scum. He's not as scummy and not as villainy as he should be to be in that faction. <laughs> yeah, he's like too nice. <laughs> so. I will bring up something that they've done in the past. That ship in the background, they they have a habit of putting ships in the background that aren't released yet. Isn't so, that the uh, is, isn't that the ship from Spaceballs? <laughs> the flying Winnebago, uh, it, one or whatever it was. Yeah, Eagle Lone five. Star, Lone Star, one or whatever. Oh, what was it? It was Eagle Five. You're Eagle right. Five. You're right. I should have known that. Yep. You We've already talked about space walls once today. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it could be. Other than that it looks I'm like it. a hard time placing. It. That's what I mean. It, it, I don't know exactly what it is. It looks like it does, doesn't have uh, foils, so it's not an X-wing. It's. So. It doesn't look like an X-wing. Oh, all right. It, it. I don't think it's a Z ninety-five. No, it's um, not. So no, the engines aren't right. Yeah, but I mean, there you go. It's a ship. That's for sure. It looks like a freight train with wings. <laughs> yeah. In reality, though, I mean, I don't think we saw that in 
season one or two, if I'm not mistaken. We no, you're not it. wrong. No, I just thought it was interesting that there was an what in my to my untrained eye is an unknown ship. Looks looks kind of oh. like a uh, like a kit ship, like between a the front of a Y wing. Isn't it ugly? Maybe it is a Y-Wing, and it's just one of because they're really bad at painting Y-Wings, aren't they? <laughs> Are I you mean, suggesting it's an no. ugly? That, that's, the front looks like a Y-Wing, but the nacelles aren't Y-Wing nacelles, and the wings yeah. are different. Yeah. Wow, this is an interesting ship. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, this no, is, it looks like there's a little really wing sticking out past the engines. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is really good for an audio podcast, so. <laughs> so I, I, all it means is that if when I publish a video, I now have to actually put the pictures on the video at the correct times, and I haven't been yeah. writing timestamps down, so that'll make make it more fun. Extra work for Chris. Yeah. Um. So then we have points now for all of the stuff that came out uh, yesterday. I mean, I'm happy that I know the points for Vader, and I can start building around him. I'm. I'm curious if they're overcompensating just a bit. What did, he fall in? what did he fall in at? 115 what? points. Yeah. 115 with Vader in a, in a uh, tie defender. So all of us went too low. Yep. Not all of us. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. True. Unfortunately, Chad was not here for that one. No. Oh. And nor was, you know, Ed didn't message me either about it. Uh, yeah. um, well, it's all it's in there. To be honest, I... Um, I in the group chat that I don't follow yeah. that much? Right, exactly. Uh, so, like, you, I you've missed the last three of these, Chad. So, just to make you feel worse, if not better, <laughs> that doesn't make me feel worse. I'm like, yeah. all right, all right, all right, let's go through this. I wanna, I wanna hear how bad I was. So, I will say that everyone got at least one correct. Everyone got at least one the most wrong, and um, yeah. Then, do you just want results, or do you want to go through ship by ship? Let's go quickly, ship by ship. Ship by ship. I think that's the way to do it. So, Vader Defender, um, Sean said 98 points. That was the most wrong. I said 112. So I was three points off, but I was the most right of a closest, I should say, because I was still wrong. Uh, and Ed said 105. And then 105? Had... I thought I did 110, but yeah, I guess I did say that. I believe you. Um, I believe you. It doesn't matter what you think. It's what I've got written down. <laughs> My feelings don't matter. That's what you're trying to tell me. But yeah. my facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> um, then we have Ahsoka in the A wing, who came in at 49 points. Sean again, but this time in the other direction, 54 points was the most wrong. Nice. Ed, Ed was almost as wrong, but in the other direction <laughs> with 45. I said 49 points, so I was bang on. Nice. So I'm, I'm so I'm so good at this game. It's almost like I have an advantage. Um, almost. Then I actually feel bad about this one because my uh, I got three bang on just to spoil the end results, and I I didn't cheat. I promise you. So he says, So he says. Then we have scenery uh, in the interceptor. Who has that interesting ability? Have you seen this card, Chad? Uh, and she's the second Initiative 6 TIE Interceptor pilot. Mm. And she's 48 points, so six point, um, seven points cheaper and soon to you, I think. Eight points cheaper and soon to you. Her oh, ability, she's got, though... She's got a downside, yeah. Yeah. Is if you kill a ship, you gain a stress token. If a friendly ship dies, you you remove a stress token. But 48 points for an I-6 Interceptor. 
it's it's an interceptor. They're designed to relieve stress easily. Yeah. So right, not but too it's, bad. But it's also an I six, and I sixes are usually considered your quote unquote aces, which yeah. would be the ones that you'd be sending after ships, intentionally trying to kill ships. Yeah. So where that's where the flip comes in with her ability of okay. So you run away with Cynthia, and then you shoot with her first, and let Cynthia get a kill shot. Easy job done. Yeah. yeah. But so forty-eight points is forty-eight points. Hey, I don't, yeah. I don't see it as that bad of a a handicap. I mean, no. um, I don't think I did either, if I recall. We all went low on her. As I, I said forty-eight, which is what she came in at. Sean was second closest at forty-six, and then Ed really underrates that ability. Or overrates that downside and said 44. Yeah, see, I, I, I knew I went hard in the opposite direction thinking that it was too far of a disadvantage. Then, then guys, we have the one that I got the most wrong. The B6 Blade Wing title for the B-Wing, which all it does is add the gunner slot. And I said, maybe, maybe FFG have like just learned and just making me spend more points to be able to spend more points isn't actually worth that much. And there aren't any good gunners anyway. So I said it would cost zero. It cost two. So I was the most wrong. Yeah, so by his most wrong, he's most wrong by two and not ten. Just we're on the same page. Yeah, well, and, but not, but out of all of us, I was the most wrong. Then uh, Sean was bang on. He said two because he has zero faith in FFG. And, um, you know, got it bang on. And Ed was just, you know, in the middle, not really decisive either way, and said one point and was one point off. Um, Kanan in the Hawk. I can't remember what logic we used for Kanan, but um, it's 42 points, and I said it was going to be 42 points. So I assume it was outstanding logic that was absolutely faultless. And No um, reason whatsoever to doubt it in any way. I'm pretty sure this is one where you guys went first, so I just, you know, added a point on and, you know, played the game. It's fine. Uh, but we were all pretty close on this one. Sean was the most at 40, so only two points away. Um, then we had Cutthroat, which was... Uh, oh, what, was my, what was mine for Kanan? Oh, 41. Okay, I was making sure. Um, then we had Cutthroat, which is one point, and Ed and Chris both said one point, so we were both correct. Uh, Sean said two points. I think Sean was trying to play the differential game in the hope that it went one way or the other. On these, That's the one ones. where I was debating to play the differential game and going zero just to make sure that if if yeah. I were right, I get a point up. It didn't matter, obviously, yeah. in the end, with Vader killed me as much as I love him. Well, um, so Sean, as he predicted in our chat earlier, did lose with 27 points, a whopping 17 of those coming from Vader. <laughs> um uh, Ed was in second place off with a de- differential of 20 points. Ten of those coming from Vader. Yep. I got five, a differential of five points and, you know, feel get to feel really smart and like, yeah, I'm so good at this game. So I get to pick the charity this time. And I suppose I should check how much we're going to be donating. So while so, you're doing that, the point that I wanted to make when we reviewed this before is I saw someone did a Vader, because um, we talked about, well, which TIE Defender are you going to use to represent Vader? Because the one that comes in this set doesn't have a different paint scheme, correct? It does. It's got yellow it's trim. Yellow. 
yellow. Right, 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 right. That's right. It's got the yellow trim, which I don't think represents Vader in any way, shape, or form. I had seen that someone had done a all black uh, Defender with uh, red trim, sort of like blood strips, and sort of like like instead of having where the yellow is, it's all in red, which I thought was pretty sharp. So I think that's what I'll do for my because uh, I have I don't know five defenders. <laughs> Why I have five defenders? Is, oh yeah, because of the uh, the the box that the the two defenders came in. Um. So yeah, I'll probably just repaint one of those uh, for Vader's alone. So I'm looking forward to that. It's actually yeah. going to paint something. I am because because Vader. I can't wait to put Vader on the table. Oh, like and I was saying to Chris, like obviously with COVID, kind of well. I was on a decline on actually playing uh, X-Wing on the table to begin with uh, for multitude of reasons, but COVID kind of killed that for a bit. I want to get Vader on the table. Vader is going to put me back on the table because I want to fly Vader in a Defender. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I believe it. I see it. I-6, 3433 three, with 3-4 tokens. His ability isn't the same as the Vader in the Tide of uh, Tide Advance, though. His ability is, yeah, you can spend force to flip. And someone did correct us on that, by the way. I guess the rules as written, you can only spend one force to yeah. flip one die. I, we, I forgot to do that correction last time. Well done, Ed. Yeah, that was Tommy pointed that out, I believe. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, we should cover that. Um, yeah. So I was wrong. Uh, I misread that rule. Apparently, you can only spend... Yeah, one, one, once per opportunity so the opportunity is um in the attacker modifies attack dice phase if there is a blank you can turn it to a focus uh to a hit to a hit but, but yeah i mean the but you can't spend force in a defensive measure but Correct. again you're in a de- you're in a defender frame that has three agility probably did a three maneuver and got a three uh got the um evade token and probably already have focus so i mean you're probably turtled up already do you really need the force for defense anyway so i'm not debating vader being cool and all that i'm just debating you actually playing on table stuff <laughs> like if the guy you have no idea after a year of being home and not being able to go anywhere i can't wait to get out so i had what i think because it's me is a really interesting Vader list that I might try. Because obviously we've been back oh, and forth in the um Well, and I couldn't gosh. make a Vader mini swarm work if I wasn't using just Academy pilots, which I don't want to do. But you can't even fit four Academies with them at 150. Right. It's one point over. So I went with... Obviously, we were back and forth over doing the Thai Brutes. Uh, uh, the um, Brute and a Reaper was my suggestion to get a coordinate on the table for Vader as well. But then the actual thing I think I'm going to run is Vader and two assault gunboats. Ooh, those I do have. I'm looking yeah. forward to this Because I thought you were going like uh, Seventh Sister and Fifth Brother kind of thing. I think so. I think that's viable if you have the balls to run that list without a bid and are good at the game. I um, am not good at the game, so I don't think I could leverage Fifth Brother and Seventh Sister um and vader i mean it's cool and i probably will play it but i don't think i can actually justify flying that so i was looking at did i make i think i made it under real squad builder not yasby all right so oh you actually did the ffg one yeah um so it, it was darth vader um in a defender obviously and then you stop but you don't need anything else to stop please people just stop you don't want to put like hate on no, him and all the other no. stuff no, why would you? Uh, you you only have three. So to be four starved, you have to attack, roll a miss, 
and two focuses and spend them all. I'm right. not disagreeing. You just if you're four starved on Vader, it doesn't matter. Just spend your focus. You're probably going to be okay. You know. You're going to Alpha Class Starwing. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I believe I got them to roll squadron pilots with the assault upgrade, which is a cannon one. Then I had um, auto blasters and um, the. Um, what's it called? Uh, it's a mod, the mod, uh, advanced slam. And Ooh, I see where you're going. And marksmanship, and you can get two of them and still have a three point bid. Marksmanship, I'm working here, I'm working here. Marksmanship. Oh, sorry, a six point bid. Sorry. Oh, no. And then what was the, uh, you said you had, can, you had the cannon slot, correct? Yeah. Uh, so auto blasters in the cannon slot, you can put a sensor on them. Um, yeah, you're not going to put passive sensors on, are you? It just seems silly. I mean, you could put passive sensors on them both, but um, no, you can only get one of them. Yeah. It, so it's Vader it, with nothing, then marksmanship, advanced slam, auto blasters, and the assault configuration on two of them, which means you can slam and still fire and have a modified shot because you've got advanced slam. So they can get around the table to be somewhere that Vader isn't. And then if uh, if you're behind them, they can't cancel your crits. And if you can get them in bullseye, you're guaranteed a crit. So kind yeah, of makes them... Yeah, theoretically, you should want to be facing these guys so that you can fight them and not let them have all of their benefits, which means that Vader gets more time. But we'll see. And they know. are... They are they are seven hit points at forty one points. That's not bad. Yeah. So there's fourteen hit points sitting out there. The only like I said, the only downside is, and this is part of the point that you were making in um our Discord thing that I I agreed with. It's the three attack dice. Um, yeah. There are only two attack dice base. That's the only thing I'd be concerned with. But like, whenever you dump a hundred and fifteen points on one ship, you don't really have a ton of room left to get two more three attack die ships that are worth their salt to be flying. I do like, as much as I keep going on about it, I do really like the Reaper in this. Um, like, yeah, you can't do a generic one, but something's... Right. Something you else got, you can do? In fact, you, can, you can't do Vader in hyperspace anyway, so... Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I would not expect you. Could, did they announce that yet? That he was not hyperspace leaving? Because I would assume that he wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, it was in the FFG article. You know what you could do, Chris and Chad would appreciate this. Two bare naked Omicron group pilots. You can not not wrong. It's ten hit points. Three attack dice on the front. I mean, the attack dice at rear, but um, uh-huh. you get a reinforcement. Mm, this is the idea that I've enjoyed because just imagine just imagine the formation alone like Vader in the front with the two lambdas in the sides and the, the lambdas are playing cleanup three attack dice in the front two out of the rear if they die they die if he dies, most people he are going to ignore them and I know a guy I know a guy who's pretty darn good at flying space cows yep and I, I argue that the second edition Lambda Shuttle is better than the first with that. Oh, it is. Attack, it is. With those well, attack yeah. dice and the coordinate. So the good thing about it in, uh, compared to Reaper is you, your coordinate becomes white. But I don't know, man. Yeah, but you get the, I, you I, get... just, I think the Reapers would just be more annoying. I don't know. Maybe can I'm you wrong. Get a, can you get a Lambda and a Reaper in? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, you only have three points left, though. So your big isn't as big. Your bid is not as big, right? No, no, no. Yeah. I get that. But yeah, 
But I mean, if you're looking to get the coordinate into the list, Lambda's got it. And I mean, it's what, white. You, what you can do if you've got both is you move the Omicron group first, which lets you coordinate to a Reaper, which lets you coordinate to Vader, which stresses a Reaper so you can turn off the ailerons if you decide you don't want to use them that turn. Yeah. Genius. Mm-hmm. Genius yeah. play. I uh, I am pretty good with Reapers also. I'm gonna, have to try to, I'm gonna have to try to find one if I want to build that list. I've got I the two one. lambdas. I can do I that. You can, you can still order them on the FFG website. Oh, you can. I thought yeah. those were harder to find. Um, I've ordered a bunch um, to so we can have them in the store whenever I've had credit and stuff at the Asmodee store. I just happen to love the idea of running two space cows. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that it's going to be competitive. So here's the catch. I mean, is it going to be competitive? I think every, I don't care what you put on the board. Everybody's going to be gunning for Vader. So my thought process behind this, again, as much as it is my affection for the space cow, um, is that whatever else you're putting on the board is most likely going to get ignored. It's a large base. It can get in the way. It can jam, it can jam up the lines, help defend Vader. And oh, by the way, once everyone blows past them, they're not out of the fight because they're still throwing two attack dice out of the rear. Yep. It's a ton of hit points sitting there. Eh. You really can't ignore that. Oh, by the way, can stall and just sit there. And if you're, they're going to ignore it because everyone's going to be chasing Vader. So why not? I mean, so the yeah. other thing you can do is um, Vader in a defender, then scenery in the interceptor because she's only 48 points. So mm-hmm. why, why wouldn't you? And then uh, did it fit? Did it? No. So you can't currently put in the Reaper with two I two I sixes because you know FFT aren't that stupid. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that. But you can fit like a striker on there as well. So like something like Duchess, I think it's no Duchess doesn't. No, uh, which one? Yeah, I, I had a lot of trouble when I was trying to unlock this puzzle. I didn't think about the Reaper, which is probably something I should have thought of. Um, and might be better to go with because you can go with the scarf. You can can you go up to? No, you can't. Oh, I think in fact this is what I think I did because it was funny. Is I think I went with Wampa in this version. So you've got Vader, Scenery, and Wampa. So you've got three three attack die ships because let's be honest, they're not shooting Wampa. No. Um. So he should be three attack die, and then you've got nine points for flavor on your interceptor. It's not a bad choice. But again, that's resulting on you've got two ace pilots and you have to be pretty good at the game to get that to work. Just just be good. Just be better. It's fine. That's why one of the lambdas, I don't have to be good. I can just throw them in the way and just like, all right, I'm going to stall and everyone can slam into me and then Vader can come around uh, and do his white 4K turn and light you up like a Christmas tree. Do you want to know what's a little bit sad, though? Mm. I think the real answer might actually be Vader in the tie advanced. Scenery and soon to your fell. Yeah. Because base, you have 32 points for upgrades and you have three I6s. Yeah. That's pretty I mean, brutal, too. I mean, I'm as... just going to say, oh, look at that. Vader with supernatural reflexes, scenery and soon to your fell all fits at 200 points. Yeah, but supernatural Vader, like, uh, it, I... There was one of the is one of the things I, it would I don't want to. Be a real shame if I did all of my actions before I moved. Oh no! I don't want to spoil a question, so I think I'm going to hold my tongue before I respond to this. Because I know there was a question for the show. Was, so yeah. I forgot. I've not done those for ages. I was like, you know what? We've not done for a while. 
but we could move on. I think that's all of the main topic anyway. I haven't, I suppose Rebels, um, the Phoenix Cell one, but the only interesting list I was thinking about, which is absolutely terrible, please don't do this. Or if you do and win with it, please tell me how. And videos, uh, uh, videos, yeah. uh, pictures or it didn't happen. I was looking <laughs> at um, four, a four A-wing squad. So you get um, Hera, um, Ahsoka, Jake, and um, the other I-4 one that wasn't Wedge. Um, sorry, Zach. Just apologize for not taking Wedge. Um, oh, is it Sarah? Yeah, maybe it was Sarah. Um, Sarah Bay, I think, because you get to add a result um, if you spend a lock. And Hera can pass a lock, so I think it was that one, maybe. Or maybe it was Wedge. Maybe. Well, Wedge is fine. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, it's, those... it's a, a, it was basically um, two fours, a five, and a six. Um, and you just coordinate actions from Ahsoka, pass tokens from Hera. Jake's giving out focus tokens left, right, and center. Um, so we've got all the mods in the world, and they have like backwards pointing guns now and flying starboard slash to fly through people. It seemed like it could be a lot of fun, but be damned if I'm ever going to win a game with it. I know a guy that might be able to pull that off. Didn't Alex Davey win a store championship or a regional? Yeah, he did, yeah. With five A-wings, five generic A's? Yeah, and I think uh, Ricky White yeah. had pretty good success at Worlds, I think, with them, too. Eh. Oh, I say, please prove me wrong. I'm excited to see it if it works, but yeah, that was the only other thing. Just so we've, we've spoken about a Scum Squad, an Imperial Squad, and a Rebel Squad, because we are an X-Wing podcast, after all. We are, you know? And we talked Epic. And we talk, yeah, we meet all of the bases. Um, so yeah, I suppose we can move on to close out the show now, because we spent uh, an hour ranting at Ed before we started. I should have let that happen, but I did. It, it did kind of fortuitously work out because just as our my rant was coming to an end, Sean joined us. Yeah, so we got a full cast. So uh, that's because I posted uh, that YouTube clip in our group chat on Facebook. Oh, oh. What a fucking yeah. liar, dude. What a weaselly fucking liar, dude. <laughs> so, I, I think, we'll, just for the listeners' sake, taking into account how many times we've had the discussion about Star Wars on the show the last few episodes, Ed said, and he's changed his mind now, but this is this was Retracted what, this statement. This is what was what prompted the what a weaselly little liar, dude. Ed this said, was in the heat of the moment <laughs> in a very heated debate. That... If they'd have done episodes seven, eight, and nine and had just killed off all of the main cast from the episodes four, five, and six and done it in the preceding 30 years, started afresh with completely new characters, Ed would have been okay with that. In comparison to the fucking liar, dude. Yep. (laughs) I've walked it back. I have walked it back and said, okay, that was over the line. I agree with you. That that was over the line. Oh dear, that was that was in response though. Just for just for context, that was in response to the well, Star Wars had you know six or seven movies that they had to uh, uh, roll into to ensure that they were still in line with, and that was hard to do. Whereas the MCU could start off with Iron Man and work their way up. Because the argument that I was posing was that I don't understand how under the same Disney roof that you can have one production company in Marvel do 
relatively well, not perfect. And I'm not I'm not dying on the hill that every MCU movie has been absolutely a gem because it hasn't been. But have the ability to keep a continuous storyline going through and do a pretty good job of making the fans happy in those areas. But under that same roof, under a different division, couldn't do the same thing with Star Wars. And I think Sean came back with the best argument that I have heard to counter that, which is Disney has more control over what Marvel Studios does and everything else. It's just like Disney owns ESPN, but doesn't tell ESPN how to broadcast sports. They have LucasArts and they don't tell LucasArts how to do, or uh, yeah, LFL, uh, Lucasfilm. Uh, don't tell them how to do Star Wars. And that is the best argument that I've heard as to why that couldn't happen. So now I can get off my soapbox. Don has corrected me as he usually does. And even though me and Chris made really good points and you just couldn't understand them. <laughs> I don't feel that your points were good. <laughs> Sean's was good because Sean put me in my place because I'm like, wow, I, can't, I don't have a counter to that. That's a really good argument. Whereas all the others, I felt that I had counters to. So when I I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah. They weren't good counters. Let's put it that way. We can agree to disagree. Hence the theme for the show. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for this one. It's great to have a full cast on this one. So Chad, since you, it's been a while, it's been good talking to you, my friend. We've got to do a question, remember? Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, yeah. Before I forget, it will be $35 from the last episode, uh, which is what will be getting donated to a charity that I haven't picked yet because I wasn't expecting to win this one. Uh, should always expect to win my vader 90 whatever you know i mean there's a chance sean that you know ffg just were like you know what fuck it let's let's burn this fucker down when we hand it hand it over to amg that that was me going almost full wigan for you then and we hand it over no h in the word hand and All right, so yeah. I have to retract my Vader list because apparently it's 1.0 with two Lambdas. I don't know how I did that. It says 201 on yet another squad builder. Way to go, Ed. Damn it. I, what a fucking liar, dude. I yeah. really wanted to fly that list. So I don't want to, I don't want anyone to go and look, oh, Ed's an idiot. Well, he is because apparently he didn't see the little red thing that says, hey, you're 1.0 over, dumbass. If they've ever heard anything I've said on the show, they already know that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how many times have... If you like played a game of 40k where someone's like, oh yeah, this um I'm a two thousand and two points, so we'll, we'll fucking drop something then, dickhead. Yeah, drop that <sighs> drop those frag grenades that you don't really aren't really gonna use and just you know. Yeah. Oh okay. We're playing I'm playing a two thousand point game. What do you think about this list? Well it's two thousand and four points, so I think it's fucking terrible. Yep. God, I hate 40k please. <laughs> Oh, well, because what always happens, you always end up with like, so let's let's say you're of a percent between friends. The rules, dickhead. It's always that one where, like, if I do this full squad, my lowest troop is 16 points, but I've got 22 points left and I've got nothing else I put in. Can't I just put in, you know, and go four points over to get a full squad of 10? No, 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 you can't. (laughs) Oh. I've heard the argument. It doesn't, it doesn't compute. No, you can't. Uh, so what's I, the question? I, I often go into McDonald's and say, "I would like your five dollar meal, please." Here is four ninety eight. Yes, exactly. Oh dear. Okay. We have a question. Uh, yeah, uh, am I reading this? Are you reading this? I don't know. Uh, you uh, you can read it because I don't have the exact wording that Patrick put up on the question, but it's a good question, and it's funny that you mentioned one of the cards that I was going to mention. What are the biggest traps, pilots, or upgrades that people keep believing in? Supernatural reflexes. 
Oh, man. I think supernatural reflexes works really well with low initiative uh, force because of how low points goes up. But the minute the the pilots that you want to put supernatural reflexes on, it costs way too much. See, I would say that the biggest trap, Patrick, is what Ed has fallen right into now. And I will take my time to explain this. Ed is under the assumption that people play X-Wing to have fun in good faith. And that's a trap, my friend. That is that's a trap. Right. I would make, and we've made this argument before in the past, that 90% of the people that play X-Wing do not play it competitively. I agree. But if, it, if you're worried about falling into a trap and making a bad list, assuming that people are going to play the game in good faith is the biggest trap you will ever make. Because Supernatural Reflexes is the best way of just not playing the game ever invented, which is why it now costs a lot more. The unfortunate thing is, by making it cost more, you reinforce the fact that the points fortress that they can't kill is now more unkillably expensive. So if they don't kill it, they get even less points, because that would have been points somewhere else in the list. Spoiler, it wouldn't have been, because it would have been a bid, which is hidden behind the, the half points, so it's even worse. So it's impossible to win the game because you either make Supernatural cheaper so we just take a bigger bid, or you make Supernatural more expensive so at least if you do catch it, you get more half points, you know? Yeah, I, I could see the, the gatekeeping of the points. I could I could see that as a good argument, actually. I, I'll give you that one. Yeah. So never assume that your opponent is going to play the game in good faith, as I did with my game against Will. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to fly these Z95s at you. Oh, that's funny. I came here to fly my fire sprays away from your Z95s and drop bombs, assuming that you're going to be a moron and just fly into them while I shoot you out of my butt guns. Ah, oh, okay. I see how this goes. I think I'll K turn now, thank you, and just say no. <laughs> uh, we, If both of us play that game optimally, we effectively K-turn around the board until time, and then roll final salvo. Thanks a lot. But no, I mean, it was not bad. Not that I don't love him, but, not that I don't love him, but you Richard Sue in the uh, in the back corner into the last minute and then pop out and kill a ship. Yep. Oh, um, don't, don't go there. I, I, I love Richard, I do, but I still, I, I think that's in that same vein. Uh, well, that's actually against the rules now if you're fortress and don't move any ships. It but is it, now. It if, was you do, time. if you do a one forwards and a 3k, then a one forwards and a 3k, that's different. <laughs> because all my ships are moving, man. I'm I'm playing what the game the guy, in good faith. Was it Worlds, the guy that did the, uh, oh, the what am I thinking? Four wise? No, Not it, the I think this is the Star Viper argument we the Star, had. Yeah, the Star Viper argument. It's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. But, um, okay. He so, was moving. Shall we answer Patrick's question? In, uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, can we genuinely faith. answer his question? So, it's going for Supernatural, which I can see the point. I can see the point. The biggest trap. So it's effectively what is... Okay, I've got this as easy. Wedge and outmaneuver. Not necessarily on the same ship, but uh... wedge, 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 wedge with outmaneuver is really, is like the biggest of traps. Wedge or outmaneuver in general is like, oh man, this is so good. Can you imagine? I shoot three dice and then they lose two of their agility. I'm so good at this. Uh, you know what? They probably weren't going to evade anyway. So it doesn't really, like, it's a lot of points for not a lot of effect. Should have taken yeah. crack shot. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that as, that's a good argument. 
Um, I don't know, anything, anyone else got anything they want to throw into a ring? Phantoms. Do you have any, so we, we both talked to upgrades. Do you have any pilots that you feel are traps? Oh, um, uh, out of the phantoms? That I don't think are as good? <laughs> you don't think they're as good because they don't have the four attack dice anymore. I think that there are people that play this game fairly competitively that would disagree with you wholeheartedly that Whisper is still good even with three attack dice. Yeah. It's I not know. just that. It's not just that. It, it changed the whole cloaking aspect of it. And and that was post nerfing the original, you know, decloak. And I like, know. I was like, okay, I'll still make this ship work. They changed the way the decloak is. And then it's like second edition came along and it's all like, okay, so now you have to keep a hold of that evade token if you want to recloak. Uh-huh. And we're going to take away an extra attack die. And it's like, you're watering down the ship, but you're still leaving it costing points. It's like, yeah, and Whisper's sixty points, so that would have been thirty points base, um, old first edition points. I just, so, I, I still don't, I still don't like the ship now. It's not some that's changed. Second 20, edition's it's like, your nope. babies. I get it. I, I understand. Yeah, I, understand. I mean, I, I liked what they did adding the butt gun to the space cow, but. Not a fan of what they did to the Phantom. Trying to find you know what I I do have one. I have a trap. I think Major Von Reg is a trap because he leads you down a road in First Order that I don't know you necessarily have the tools to do properly at the moment because it, his dial isn't quite as good as a normal interceptor because you. Your boys are on the one hard, traveling the two, so you can't cover as much space. His ability is just not as punchy. He costs mm-hmm. more. Uh, it doesn't cost more points, but if you load him up to make him as effective, he costs more points. And you end up doing the I6s, so you'll put quick draw in, and quick draws is not as good. And it kind of snowballs into you just taking a suboptimal list when what you should have flown would be like Imperial Aces instead. Yeah. So Major Von Reg is a trap because he makes you think that you can fly first order aces when you can't just fly Imperials. In fact, no, that's a, even that's a trap. I just advise you from trap into trap. Just fly Jedi. They've See, got I was going too. I was going the opposite direction. I, I, maybe maybe not opposite, more like a, a perpendicular direction. I went um, Redline or any of the ordnance heavy ships. Oof, oof, am I going to have to teach you a lesson? You might. You oh, might, because I feel like whatever you start, you, okay. whatever you start... I have a beta list where I'm going to show you how wrong you can be. It's because Darth Vader in a Defender, and then let's see, um, Punisher... I don't recall throwing a Defender into this group. Redline. Okay, now we're talking. Advanced Sensors, and uh, not Payload, where's it gone? Torpedo. Protons. Okay. So I can take Advanced Sensor Redline with Protons, Vader and still have a twelve point bid. But the argument that I was making was that taking those ordnance heavy ships like the Punisher makes you want to spend more points on more ordnance and suck more points into it. That's the argument that I was making. If you're only going to run one piece of ordnance on the ship, that's fine. I think you're doing it the right way. Uh, I mean, okay, maybe the uh, the sentiment is is something I can agree with, but the this specific use of the word red line is what I will call umbridge with. 
Christopher maybe Columbus. I should have because yeah, he um, called, he wanted specific pilots. Yeah, and that was the what I thought the Thai Punisher that was the first one that came to mind was that yeah. one. This could be any generic ordinance based um uh pilots that would work for this. Red line was just the red letter one yeah. that I picked um for the, for the the sentiment of my thought. So spoilers, advance that's the red line is still good. Oh yeah, no, I don't disagree. You're only, you're only putting one piece of ordinance on it. I think the trap is that but I have I'll, all of these I'll other feelings. Not if you like. I just don't think I need to. <laughs> My point is that you have all of these other slots that you can fill with other ordnance, and I feel that those are traps to be able to just continue to throw points into another, keep throwing points into a ship. Because we've talked about that in multiple, multiple occasions, where you just keep wanting to throw points into a ship to make it really, really good, and then you never really get the points out of it that you've put into it. That was the reason why I chose that particular chassis and that particular pilot. I could have said any of, uh, like, even the Thai bombers so much, like, and I love the bombers, I really do, but I think even they kind of fall into that category. I would have said the assault wings too, uh, but you just used them in a list that I went, hmm, maybe, maybe, I can see that, but you're using it for the advanced slam. Again, you're not using it for the the uh, the weapons panel. Yeah, the, I agree with the sentiment of what you're saying. The, it's one of the things I always... I've often complained about is that potential to um, spend, uh, you're paying to spend more points. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I'll play you with this list then. We'll, we'll try and get this game done. I will use. Can we do a Vader on Vader list? Yeah, because I don't think you're going to have more than a 12 point bid. I don't think I am either. So, yeah, we can. <laughs> I'll take my Vader and Redline with a 12 point bid against whatever you care to throw the game with. Oh, did we lose? Oh, we He's lost back. Chad. We've got Chad back. back. There we go. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. We're all back now. <laughs> Your local internet. That's all I can say. As much as I wanted to run to Space Cows, we can't. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, Patrick. Those are the traps. Yep, I agree. All right. So now, now I'll get to say, Chad, always good talking to you, my friend. Glad to have you back. Yeah, it was good to be here. Um, I mean, the whole like you know pre-argument of an hour or whatever it was was a bit excessive, but yeah, I agree. I'm stop, I'm going to stop bringing up the topic. It's just better for me. It's better for my health, and I love this, so I don't want to continue to give him more gray hair. It just it makes me sad that I'm like so. One thing, piece of advice I have in general, and it's one that I can't follow because of the nature of the kind of stuff I do with being involved with like this and the stuff I do on a great Discord running the painting stuff at the moment. I just step away from social media. Just don't worry about it. You don't need it. Like, don't use social media. Don't get pulled into things. And just give people benefit of the doubt and just let stuff go because. All you do is is stress yourself out by holding on to things. All right. Yeah, I would agree. Well, well, I can't even think of something. Don't I be an watched. old angry man all the time, Ed. Uh, it's not even that. So I think I, I'm trying to think of a last bad thing that I watched. That and I, I can't. I literally I can't think of something. And it's not because everything that I watch is good. Obviously, I've watched something terrible. But I I just moved on. I don't care anymore. So you, you want to watch awful things, download the Tubi app and watch the horror movies that they have on there. They are the most god awful horror movies ever. Is that still a thing? I thought they shut that service down. Nope. Still a thing. Really? Yep. Yeah, because that's a award winning idea. What was it? A minute long? Everything has to be a minute long or? No, Tubi. It's uh, it's a movie app. Oh, I'm thinking the uh, 
what the hell was it? it was the quickie I'll, I'll remember it later. vine no not vine it was some new uh, one that came out yeah it sounds like some Quibi. form of some of porn app that's been using i don't know no, yeah no 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 it was something like like movies are no longer than like three minutes the whole thing it was like mm. in a quibi i think it, quibi was the the app that lasted like less than a year yeah that sounds like something ed would be into porn that lasts less than like three minutes because that's all he lasts so <laughs> time enough to wipe and have a second go (laughs) (laughs) on that note Sean always good to talk to you my friend always good to be here for sure (laughs) (laughs) is it though is it though (laughs) Chris always good to talk to you my friend you've got some house cleaning you want to do it's always good to be here, Ed. It's been um, enjoyable. I think we've eaten into our uh, Inquisitor time, though, because unfortunately I have work in the morning now. Yeah, I think we have as well. It's almost <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, so if you would like to reach out and um, ask any questions, you can jump on the Discord and talk to us in there. Been pretty active over the last like, week or two weeks. So we always. We host our Neptune's Pride games, our upcoming Blight game or whatever that's called. Generally, I try and hang out if I'm doing any painting or if I'm going to be playing on the computer. Uh, So we're always around. Um, We do have plans to just jump on and play Inquisitor if people want to either watch a stream or whatever and hang out in the voice chat with us. So that's all taking place on Discord. Uh, you can email us any questions at lackoffocuspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at the Lack of Focus Podcast. And uh, yeah, um, that's about it. So you can check out Ed's Twitch channel because he's been doing a lot of streaming on the um, when we're playing. He normally live streams on Twitch. I've not got around to setting up all my settings yet because I'm too lazy. But <laughs> it is what it is. Freshly upgraded with a brand new, you know, codec that's supposed to go with this gigantic video card. So it should be a cleaner 60 FPS stream now. Yeah. And you can even leave comments on Ed's videos like I do, telling yes, him how to play the game. Right. You know, if you'd have paid attention to that tutorial that said, hey, if you, that thing that's a space, if you hide behind it, it actually gives you cover and you start recovering some things. I mean, not only if it, is it telling you that it's a space that you can occupy, it's telling you a button you need to push to use the space is space. Yep. I mean, and I, it kills me that I, I watched back after I did that and I was like, oh my God, I spent like 20 minutes of the first like two uh, episodes of that uh, going through and going, what is this? I don't understand what it's asking me to do. Yeah, because I'm an idiot. That's why. <laughs> yeah. All right, granddad. Can I watch someone young play this game, please? <laughs> it's called Old Guy Gaming for a reason because I'm old. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that is going to do it for this episode. Chad, I have one final thing. Since you're here, I got soft and sappy on the guys earlier. You were not here for that episode, but I don't know if you recognize this or not, but we have exceeded the amount of episodes recorded for Lack of Focus than we ever did with the old Nova Squadron rating. Oh, interesting. We went back and talked about a couple episodes ago when we officially passed them. I think it was two episodes ago, I think. Okay. When we officially, well, because we did the episode 70 joke episode. So 69, I think, was our un, like unintentional th- final episode of Nova Squadron Radio. But we have been doing this for how long is it now, Chris? Six years? A long time, that have, yeah. That we have been podcasting together. 
So I didn't get a chance to get all, all soft and sappy with you. So I'm going to take a, a moment here just to get soft and sappy. Like, this has been a ton of fun. I couldn't imagine doing it better with anyone else and wouldn't want to. Agreed. That's level my sappiness. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. And that's that's quite getting sappy. It. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. That's, that, that's as soft as Chad gets. I can, I can assure you. So that's going to do it for this one. I do appreciate you tuning in. And as always, guys, lie casual. Thank you once again for joining the Lack of Focus X-Wing podcast. Check out Dice Hate Productions for all the latest episodes, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you again next episode.